0: Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls. On TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the iconic doll cast. My name is Sage, your host. Thanks for being here for another episode all about dolls. You guys, we have made it. The Barbie movie is here. Today, obviously, I'm gonna talk about the Barbie movie. I just saw it and absolutely loved it. I'm also gonna talk about the dolls and the marketing and just all the craziness around this movie. It's I think it's gonna be super successful. Just a heads up, this episode is definitely, definitely, definitely going to contain spoilers. I wanted to record my immediate thoughts, so I I don't have a guest this week, but I will most certainly do another episode about this with someone eventually. There's no doubt in my mind. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet, just come back at a later date after you've seen the movie, because I am going to be talking really in-depth about it. So... Anyway, before we get into that, please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears, Custom Dolls, or Iconic Dollcast. Leave me a five-star review if you are enjoying the show. And if you'd like to be on the show, please reach out to me. Send me a message on Instagram, or you can even email Dollcast at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show. We can talk about a specific doll line. We can talk about, you know, just dolls in general. We can talk about whatever, really. So if you're interested in that, definitely reach out. But before we get into the movie, I first I want to talk about the insane marketing that this film has had. Literally the last 30 days have been so Barbie-filled for me, and I'm not complaining. I love it. You can't go anywhere right now without seeing some kind of Barbie-related merchandise. You can't even watch TV without some Barbie commercial tie-in with, like, Progressive or whatever. She's everywhere. So, I mean, let's talk about that. They must have spent so much on marketing this film. I mean, so many viral moments as well. I feel like a few months ago, it really kicked off when they put out that Barbie selfie generator. Everyone was using that. It went super, super viral. And like, I just saw, I mean, I didn't just see within the last, you know, 10 days or so, you know, they did a partnership with Airbnb and you can go stay at a recreation of Barbie's dream house in like Malibu or something. Burger Kings are pink in some places, There are exclusive dolls everywhere and I mean, even like magazines. Like today I was at the grocery store and there was like four different Barbie related special magazines. Like seriously, you can't go anywhere without hearing or seeing about this movie. It's also getting a lot of press. So I I mean like the premieres, those got so much attention. Margot Robbie dressing as iconic Barbies was literally incredible I, I love them all. And once I started seeing that she was going to be doing that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to see what she did next. I loved all of them. The only one that, like, didn't hit for me, I guess, a little bit was the totally hair one. I, I was hoping so bad she would do that. And it, it just wasn't my favorite. But literally all the rest, so on point. The music for this movie is also being pushed so much, which I'm also going to talk about when we get into the movie. But, I mean, this movie has the biggest budget for marketing, and it's, it's just freaking massive. The dolls from the movie are also a pretty big part of this promotion, and I just heard on Instagram that a second wave or set, whatever you want to call it, of dolls is coming out in August, which I'm really excited about because, and I don't think I've really gotten into this too much yet, and I guess now is the time because we're talking about the movie. The dolls are pretty cool. I have to be honest. They, are they the best? Absolutely not. But, and I do have some critiques. I feel like the price point for some of them is outrageous. I did not get them all. The side characters, they really didn't do it for me. I didn't get any of those. But I did get a few Barbie and Kens. And so when the, the leaks came out of what these dolls were going to look like, there was a lot of uproar about how they did Margot Robbie's face. And I, I think it really grew on people. Eventually, and I have to be honest, I really like it. I think it's great. I think it looks like her, but also a Barbie. So they kind of maybe tried to blend the two. But my issue with it is that none of the other dolls got unique face molds, and I totally get that for the side characters, just because you know, not as many people are gonna buy them. But I really feel like we got a little gypped because Ryan Gosling, his Ken doll, did not get a unique face mold, and I kind of wish. Since they were going to do that, my only, for me, what would have been better is if they used like a really classic Barbie face for these dolls. But I, you know, I don't know how most people would react to that. So I I get it. But I I wish they would have, you know, maybe maybe not done the Burger King (laughs) endorsement and put the budget towards a unique face mold for Ken. That's really my only major critique about it. I think the outfits are really cool the The lower tier dolls that cost i think it's like twenty five ninety nine their quality isn 't great uh margot robbie 's dress is really flat but it's it's pretty easy to you know poof it up and make things a little more accurate i don't i don't do so much of that i th- I think she 's fine the way she is, but I definitely understand these critiques, especially with how expensive they are but overall like these are the ones you can get anywhere and I, I think twenty dollars would have been more fair than twenty five, but uh, it is what it is. They're still really cool. The packaging is incredible. I love it, and these dolls are starting to sell really well. For these lower tier dolls, I don't have too many critiques on them. I like them. I got both of them, but then you get to the the higher price point. So they have these. They have the Barbie and Ken that you can get for twenty five ninety nine or something, and then they have a few more that are. They come in a bigger box, and they're a little bit more uh, detailed or intricate outfits. So they have Barbie in her gold jumpsuit that she wears in the beginning of the movie. That one you can get at Walmart because there, there's a bunch of exclusive. So you, I think they all came out on Mattel Creations and then sold out pretty quickly. And then Walmart got that one. Target got the Western Barbie, which is honestly my favorite out of all of them. It's the best. It's the best quality in my opinion, still probably not worth $50. And I, I guess my critique for that is $50 is a lot of money for a doll. And, you know, sometimes sometimes you see where where companies will really try to get a lot more money than they should. I feel like maybe $30 would have been fair for these because, I mean, while the, the costumes are a little bit more intricate, you have Barbie in her Western outfit, I think Ken is in his denim, which... I, I'll get to that in just a second. Sorry. I Like I said, this is my immediate reaction, and I just I have so much to say. But um, the upper-tier dolls don't have, like, real buttons. Those are still painted on. She doesn't have, like, a tie on her pants, which is all little details that I think for that $50 price range would have been nice to see. I definitely don't think they're worth – I don't think any of them are worth what they're priced at and should be, you know, 5 or $10 lower, but – At the end of the day, they are pretty good. I did get a bunch of them, and I'm even more excited for the second wave because a few months ago, I had seen these, you know, prototype samples of the rest of the dolls that they were planning on releasing, and I I just was so surprised when we didn't get some of them in the first wave, and I felt like oh shoot I hope those didn't get canceled because they have Barbie and Ken in the rollerblading outfits and I have to get those that is the one that set is what I was hoping they would do the most so I'm really excited that they are and I'm so excited that they're finally coming out they have Barbie when she's spoiler alert they're trying to like save all the Barbies that have been brainwashed uh they have her in this pink outfit which is kind of random when you see the movie or if you've seen the movie you know I think they could have done something else they have the weird Barbie coming out and they have the western Ken I think there's even maybe a few more but I I definitely want the western Ken to go with the western Barbie I definitely want to get the rollerblading set and then I think I'm good because I (laughs) I told myself I was not gonna buy all the dolls which I haven't but I am planning on buying quite a few more and for the price range like it's not gonna be cheap you know I will just say that I would definitely, if you are planning on getting some of these dolls or you want them, I would definitely start getting them now. I was at Barnes & Noble the other day getting one of them, and I think it was the Denim Ken, which that one, out of all the higher price ones, should not be that much. It's very basic, but I had to get it. Um, I was talking to the lady at Barnes & Noble because she asked me if I was going to see the movie, and I said yes, and she said that they've been flying off the shelves. They haven't, she said... And I don't know if this is true, but what she told me, she said they haven't seen dolls selling like this in years. And, you know, Barnes and Noble's has always had a little Barbie section in their store. But, I mean, she said these are every day they're restocking. And she said to the point where, like, they're even some of, you know, sometimes things get damaged in postage or whatever. They're even putting those out on the floor for people to buy because people don't care. They just want one. So that's crazy. And, you know, like I said, they sold out pretty fast on Mattel Creations. And then I I think Walmart did restock theirs. But the Western Barbie right now, I think is really hard to get. And I I think she sold out everywhere. I'm so happy I got it when it went, right when it went up for presale. Because when the first set, you know, pictures were shown that was the only one I was super interested in, but I did end up getting more and I'm super excited to get the Ken that matches with that. But anyway, I mean, this was a really solid effort by Mattel. I think the fans are really enjoying them. They're obviously selling really well. So uh, props to them. I love them. I got so many of them plan on getting more. It's, it's my favorite personal favorite part of all this marketing. So I'm, I'm really glad they are giving us so much with this movie. All right, so now I'm going to get into the movie. I'm so happy we've been waiting so long. I I am I'm so excited to do this and like I said earlier, I'm doing an an immediate reaction cuz I had such a good just reaction to this movie. I, I if you guys haven't, please check out my Little Mermaid review. I talked with Aaron Malibu about the movie just cuz we're obsessed with Ariel and Ariel dolls and all that stuff and I mean, I still give The Little Mermaid a really good score. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I plan on buying it when it comes out. But, I mean, overall, my expectations were super high for that movie, and I don't think they were met, unfortunately. Uh, Same with the dolls. But, you know, I still enjoyed it, and so I was really nervous because the kind of the same thing happened with me for this movie. I mean... The marketing, I couldn't escape it. I was so excited and my expectations were very high for this and I was so nervous I was going to have the same situation as The Little Mermaid and I just did not want that to happen. But I just up front, again, spoiler warning, don't say I didn't say so, but I mean this movie, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. It's almost perfect and all my critiques about it are so minimal and just like little extra things they could have done. But did not need to happen. So all my critiques are just extra ideas. I wouldn't even call them critiques, honestly. I would just call them other other things I would have added to the movie. But I, I absolutely loved it. So if you have not listened to other episodes of the show, <laughs> I I don't go to the movie theater ever. I don't I don't like it there. And I think my Barbie my Barbie experience really made me realize why I don't go to the movie theater. I I just don't like it. I don't like being in public like that. And it's just, it can be weird. Who, like, you don't know who you're sitting next to and whatever. But obviously for Barbie, I was going to do it. So I got tickets to a pre-screening on Thursday night, but I (laughs) found out on Wednesday that you there was another pre-screening at a different theater, and all, it was almost all sold out, but I just... And at first, I was going to wait, and I was like, I'll just see it tomorrow, but last minute, I was like, no, 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 I, I, I can't wait any longer, I have to go see this. So I got a ticket, and it was not a good seat, but I was like, I don't even care, I'm seeing it again tomorrow, I just, I have to see this movie right now. So I, I decided to go, and I mean... <laughs> Back to the marketing, the first thing I saw when I walked into the movie theater was this huge giant Barbie box that people could take pictures in, and like I said, I have social issues I don't like to I don't like to be looked at or you know just whatever so i did I didn't take any pictures in the box, but I was super excited to see it and then I walk up the stairs and there's more Barbie there's the huge poster stand up thing that is you know promoting the movie, and then on top of all their concessions, there was a Barbie and a car like one of the Barbie one of the Barbie movie dolls, and then a car that's actually a popcorn holder so you could buy like a car a Barbie car that she actually fits in. I think it was like sixty five dollars you get the doll, the popcorn, and I think a cup. I didn't do it just because I already had the Barbie. And I just was like, okay, no, 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 I, I feel like I'm going to be spending, so, I cannot spend as much money on this movie as I did for The Little Mermaid. But I don't know, it was just really cool to see, you know, Barbie, the promotion was crazy. The Little Mermaid was not like that. There was, I mean, aside from the big cardboard cutout thing, there wasn't anything else in the theater promoting her, at least when I went. So it's just really cool. It was also packed when I went to see The Little Mermaid, there was only uh, maybe a handful of people there. But, I mean, this was sold out. And so many people were dressed up in pink, dressed up as Barbie. It was insane. I walked into the actual movie theater, and so many people had bought that $65 pack package you could get with the Barbie doll. I saw so many people holding Barbie doll boxes. So the energy was awesome. I was I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. So I sit down, and... I guess because it was a pre-screening there was, you know, some added stuff in there. I was just late <laughs> and they were playing the soundtrack beforehand and I'm watching this and realizing that so many of these songs have music videos with high budgets like they they put money into every aspect of this film and they were showing all these music videos and Dua Lipa came on and I'm not a super big fan but I know I know who she is. I know she's really big right now. And I just, I normally, I would never talk to someone. I don't know who's sitting next to me, but there was these two girls dressed as Barbie. And I was like, all right, this is a safe place. And, I just had this moment, Dua Lipa played and then it ended and the movie was about to start and I just turned to this girl and I was like, damn, this movie is so major. And she was like, I know, this is crazy. And then the movie started and we all shut the fuck up and this movie is amazing. For months now, I've just been kind of unclear or unsure of what the actual main plot line of this movie would be. I knew it was about Barbie and Barbie going to the real world, but you know, I didn't really understand why or how that was going to work. I didn't know how America Ferreira's character was going to tie in. I just, I didn't know. And I mean, they've been really generous with us with so many clips from the movie that I started to put it together as time went, but I didn't fully understand it. So that I was so excited to, you know, just see what the plot line for this movie was going to be. And, I thought it was super cool that the intro to the movie was that first teaser that they showed us back in like January, you know, of the kids breaking their baby dolls because Barbie came around, which is iconic. If you haven't listened to my episode all about Barbie and her background in the first season of my show. But I love how they use that. And then so they show that it's epic. It's amazing. And then they go into this shot of just all these iconic Barbies, and it is so amazing it's just all of all of Barbie's iconic looks, totally hair Barbie, like everything, and kind of kind of gives you a little background on how Barbie has done so many jobs and how she's just had this amazing impact on the world and whatnot and then it goes into talking about stereotypical Barbie, who is our main character of of this movie. I have to say on the soundtrack I think my favorite song is the Lizzo song. I'm not I'm not super into Lizzo either. I'm I'm also just not generally into soundtracks, but I I definitely plan on getting this one. But the Lizzo song all about, you know, pink looks good on everything was awesome. I loved that whole setup where they show how Barbie's life is so perfect and even down to the little things like <sighs> This movie does such a good job with combining the real world and Barbie world. And, I mean, the little details are just so nostalgic and everyone was eating it up. You know, Barbie opens her fridge and there is like a little Barbie milk carton. But the rest of <laughs> the rest of the refrigerator is just a sticker, which is definitely how things worked back when I was growing up. And I had my first Barbie house. You, you would you would decorate it with these stickers that made it look like Barbie had all this food and all this stuff and loved that. And then the movie, it really kicks off pretty quickly. The movie, I mean, they show this whole intro to Barbie scene and the, the plot, the plot goes pretty quickly. You meet, you know, the president Barbie, it explains all about how every Barbie is Barbie, every Ken is Ken. And The movie just gets started really quickly introducing you to all that stuff. So obviously I'm not going to go by a scene-by-scene review of this movie. That would take forever, but I will talk about just some of the things I really liked. And so the first thing I really loved is that they, Greta Gerwig, did such a good job with mixing the real world and Barbie world and emphasizing the, like, the cheapness and tackiness, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a Barbie way. And so the movie kind of reflects that. Obviously, a lot of her stuff is, you know, fake, like a refrigerator, all the stuff in a refrigerator, and her shower doesn't work. She can float off of her house onto her car. They do such a good job adding in these random things to really remind you that we're in Barbie land. And I really, really enjoyed that. And I bring that up first because I feel like there is a point in the movie where, especially with the CEOs, I didn't. It, it worked obviously, but I, I feel like they could have done a little bit better. I don't know. I kind of forgot about them, and then they just randomly pop up again. And I they, the, the CEOs of Mattel in this movie really don't play a super big part in my opinion. Uh, just in the way that I kept forgetting about them. But anyway. The way things are filmed, it's it's um you're not going to go see this movie if you are expecting millions of dollars of I mean, I'm sure millions of dollars of some CGI stuff was put into this movie, but not as much as you would see in like, I don't know, like a, a Star Wars movie or a Mission Impossible, whatever the CGI. I mean, everything is pretty cheap and basic looking and it works so well because we're in Barbie land. I can't even, I don't even know if I'm putting this into words correctly. I can't explain it, but it it just works so well the way they were obviously using live actors and it's difficult to (laughs) be a Barbie and be as stiff as Barbie when you're a real human being. So, you know, obviously the characters move pretty normally, but every once in a while they'll put in a really funny reference about how Barbie's articulation can only go so far. You know, she's sliding down the slide in the Barbie position or when she's being, there's this part where she, you know, has this complete meltdown and, like, falls to the ground and she's just sitting like a Barbie and rolling around like a Barbie. So I, I love that they added that because they, they did have to put some stuff into, I mean, we're all seeing Barbie. We know it's Barbie, but I, I think it helped. Uh, just just remind everyone, we remember, we're in Barbie land. But anyway... I think that also probably played a factor into why there was such a huge, huge budget to promote and market this film. I feel like normally a lot of that money would go into the movie, but we're in Barbie land, so they didn't really need... I mean, they have beautiful sets, and it it looks just like a Barbie dream house, but... I imagine it was easier for this production to kind of maybe perhaps split the budget between film and marketing. And it doesn't take away from the film. It's, it's amazing. It looks great. But uh, I think that's probably why we, they were able to market and promote this so much. Just my opinion. I really don't know anything about making movies or movie producing. I just To me, it, it's a little more basic, and I don't mean that in a bad way, if that makes sense. Another thing I really liked about this movie was I actually loved Ken in this movie, especially Ryan Gosling. I think he did such a good job. I think he is the standout in the movie. I think he does... Um, I mean, they all do great, but I really enjoyed all of his scenes. And I mean, I loved the plot twist with him, you know, turning evil. I I didn't expect that, okay? And maybe I'm just not a very observant person. Maybe there were clues in the trailers. I, j- I just didn't catch them, okay? And... I thought that was really interesting, and I thought it was so great that Alan is—he's a, he's a character. He's not just a one-off in the movie. He's in it quite a bit, and his character is so funny. Michael Sierra did a really good job with that, and I I loved him teaming up with the girls and helping them get all the Barbies unbrainwashed because that's what happens. They, you know, Ken goes back to Barbie Land while. Barbie is still in the real world and he has found out all this stuff about how the real world is actually like pretty opposite of how the world is, especially looking at women and women's rights and equality. And he comes back to Barbie land and basically all the Ken's take over because beforehand in the movie, you see that the whole purpose of Barbie land is women rule and all the women are in charge and the Kens are just kind of secondary and they they just do whatever they're there as Barbie's accessory and I mean that couldn't be more true but that's how Barbie land works in this movie and then you know things go wrong with Barbie and she starts having weird thoughts of death and all that crazy stuff and all of a sudden nothing is perfect Barbie has bad breath when she wakes up, her shower is cold, even though there's no real water, her toast is burned, and she even drinks sour milk. I thought this was pretty creative and funny, and I like how they just showed how usually Barbie has the exact same perfect day, and now things have kind of changed because something's going on with her. Weird Barbie was definitely a standout. Kate McKinnon did such a fantastic job. I do wish they would have dived a little deeper in the separation of Barbie Land and the real world. I did see this movie twice, and both times I I kind of wish they would have given a little more backstory and information on how Barbie Land is separated from the real world and whatnot. Because, you know, when she ghosts the real world, it's not really, you know... There's no magic spell. <laughs> but I did love the scene of her getting to the real world. Barbie and Ken, they have to they have to travel to the, the real world and go through a bunch of her different eras. I thought it was really creative and definitely um, iconic. The outfits, the travel sets, all that was, is there. It shows it's very Barbie. And again, I I feel like casting was really well done in this movie for Barbie and Ken. I I mean, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie really, really knocked it out of the park. But I do feel like the rest of the characters did not did not do it as much for me, which, you know, is probably very normal. I mean, they are the stars of the movie, so I expect them to have, you know, the most thought put into them. But I, I don't know. I just the other characters didn't really do it for me. Uh, Weird Barbie was pretty good. Um, So now, you know, Barbie gets into the real world and she is looking for her human because we find out when she goes to visit Weird Barbie that the reason she's having these thoughts of death and she's, you know, everything is starting to unravel for her is because whoever is playing with her in the real world is having a hard time. And that has kind of caused some portal to open and that's why things are going weird so weird barbie tells her you have to go to the real world you have to find your human and you have to figure out what's going on and you have to fix this so i mean there there you go that's the plot so she's in the real world and they're starting to realize things are very backwards in the real world than they are in barbie land this is kind of where ken also starts realizing hey i kind of like it here no one's telling me what to do men are in charge. Like Barbie doesn't get to tell me what to do. And you see him like go through all of these moments with just very stereotypical men who just think they are better than everyone. And, you know, men rule the world, whatever. And so she finds who she thinks is her human, who actually ends up being America Ferreira's daughter in the movie. And she thinks, Oh, there she is. I got to go talk to her. And this is kind of where Barbie finds out that everything is not how she thinks it is and everything in barbie land is definitely definitely not in the real world and it's a pretty intense scene you know these girls tell her like we hate barbie basically and she kind of tells barbie everything that's wrong with her including calling her a fascist which is so intense but um a definitely a big part of the movie, and obviously Barbie is just so hurt by this she can't even believe it she this is where I think she cries for the first time and she's never done that before but she finds her it doesn't work out and she kind of walks away from it but the young girl does make you know several points about how people have criticized Barbie since her release and it's definitely important to show this view in the movie you guys know I'm a very big Barbie advocate but To me, Barbie does a lot of good for the world that gets ignored, but I definitely understand why people disagree with her message and don't understand it. Now, I kind of figured, but later you find out that America Ferreira's character, she works at Mattel, and she is actually the one who Barbie is seeking, and it seems like this whole portal opening has happened because she's kind of lost her connection with her teenage daughter and she's very sad about it and while the movie is mostly pretty funny and super camp there's definitely a lot of sad moments in it as well that i mean i think a lot of moms and daughters you know experience especially in teenage years you don't always want to be around your mom and you kind of, I mean, I I can only imagine moms just feel sad about that. There's a time where you know we don't want to be with our parents twenty four seven, and we kind of ignore all of the fun things that we used to do with our parents as a kid. And that's a big big part of this movie. So she realizes that oh, she's actually America Ferrera's Barbie. And before this though, Barbie's out in the real world. The CEOs of Mattel, the main one is Will Ferrell. Uh they, they find out that Barbie has gotten into the real world and they need to figure out how to stop it. So there's this moment where they go and they get Barbie and they bring her to the CEOs. And, you know, their whole thing is they got to put her back in this box, which is a big metaphor for Barbie and women in general, just being trapped in this box and they can't break out of it. And Barbie's, you know, seems for a second like really OK with this. She's like, all right, put me back in the box. Let me get back to normal Take me back to Barbie land, make my feet regular again. And there's just this very quick moment where they're about to attach her back to her box where she slides her hands out. And she's like, oh, before I go, can I go fix my hair so I look perfect when I get back to Barbie land? And, you know, these idiots are like, oh, yeah, 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 go do that. And at this point, Barbie has realized, you know, the real world is just a very, misogynistic place. I mean, she is absolutely baffled that the CEO of Mattel is not a woman. She can't even believe it, but they want her to get back in this box. And I think this is where something clicks in her, where she's like, no, I want to stay here so I can try to make this world a better place. And obviously she ends up running away. And this is where she meets America Ferreira and realizes that that is actually her human So Barbie ends up taking them back to Barbie land. So they go through the whole journey again. You can tell America Ferreira just loves Barbie and her daughter is hearing about what Barbie land is like and is starting to realize, oh, maybe Barbie's not that bad if this is her actual message, which is just women rule the world. Women should have equal rights. Women can be presidents. They can be on the Supreme Court, all that stuff. And they get back to Barbie land and realize that Ken has taken over. So obviously Barbie comes back to Barbie land and realizes that things are actually even worse than they were before she left. And you can imagine, you know, what happens next. Um, I mean, obviously Barbie is very upset by this and... Earlier, I think I talked about, you know, she has this complete meltdown, and she basically gives up on everything, and she stops trying to... she Actually, she doesn't even try once to make things right. And in doing this, she loses all the respect that she just gained with America Ferreira's daughter. Also, sorry guys, I really can't even remember what her name is in the movie, so I'm just going to keep referring to her as America Ferrera. So, she loses all the respect, and America Ferreira and her daughter decide to leave, and... Barbie retreats in Weird Barbie's house where you see a bunch of outcasted dolls from actual controversial Barbies that were released. You see uh, Teen Talk Barbie, the one who had that, you know she could talk, and she said something about math class being hard, and people freaked out about that. You see, growing up Skipper, that is the doll where if you rotated her arm, she got taller and her boobies grew. <laughs> uh, you see, earring magic Ken, and just just so many of the other Barbies that had really controversial moments, and some of them were even discontinued. So. Barbie is there. She is just in her deepest, darkest depression. No one knows how to fix her, how to get her out of it. And so, sorry, I feel like I'm doing so many details from the movie. I'm not meaning to, but uh, there's just a lot to say. So, uh, you know, America Ferreira and her daughter, they decide to head back to the real world. And while they're doing this, a really beautiful moment happens where I think America, I think her name is Gloria. Gloria's daughter decides or realizes you know she may not really be into barbie but she realizes you know how special it is for her mom and she decides they need to go back and they need to save barbie and there's this really funny scene with alan here because he's trying to escape because he does not like he is not down for what has happened in barbie land so they go back and you know figure out... America Ferrera gives this amazing speech about, you know, just what it's like to be a woman in the real world and how hard it is. And in doing this, Barbie snaps out of her depression and realizes, you know, shit, everyone has been brainwashed. And they realize this is how we're going to save Barbie land. All the brainwashed Barbies need to hear this speech. And basically, as you would think, the Barbies band together. They unbrainwash all the Barbies and turn all the Ken's against each other and eventually gain Barbie land back. And the movie ends with Barbie deciding that she doesn't want to go back to Barbie land. And she wants to go into the real world. Cause she feels like she, there's a lot she can do there more than she could in Barbie land. And at first I really, I didn't really like the ending because essentially Barbie kills herself, you know, <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, I guess uh, she she goes into the real world and you know, it's presumed that she lives the rest of her life as a real human being. And the first time I didn't like it, but then I realized that it's actually really cool because I mean Barbie's whole thing is she can be anything, and there's there's an actress in the movie who plays Ruth Handler, and I'll get into that in just a second, but you know she Barbie basically asks her permission. She says, "Well, is it okay?" If I just become a human and I go into the real world and Ruth explains to her, you don't have to ask my permission. You can be whatever you want to be. And I I just, you know, later really, really loved that and respected that. And that's basically how the movie ends. So I've given some of my critiques, but I want to talk about one specifically that I had. And it is actually with the casting of Ruth Handler in the movie, I... Feel like the actress who did it, Rhea, Rhea something. I sorry, I don't know. I could look it up, but I don't even have my phone near me. But um, I mean, very nostalgic. Everyone knows her, you know, from Matilda and so many other things. And she was really sweet. But I think. <sighs> The casting of Ruth Handler was handled a little bit weird and that could have just been for movie purposes. But, I mean, if you're a big Barbie fan and you have done even just a little bit of research on Ruth Handler, you know she was a hardcore bitch. And I don't even mean that in a bad way. I mean, she was in charge. Ruth Handler worked against so many things in her way, especially when it came to being a woman running a company. And to me, I I just feel like if, you know, there's this whole scene where Barbie's like kind of asking her, what should I do? To me, I feel like the real Ruth would have been like, deal with it, figure it out you can do it. You don't need my help. Be in charge. Do what you got to do, you know? And I feel like the casting of her and her character in the movie was really soft compared to what Ruth Handler would really be like. So that's something that I definitely think could have been different. Uh, It's one major change I would have made. But I guess I totally understand it. But yeah, overall, sorry, I've been rambling for like 40 minutes now, guys. I, I really liked the movie. I Loved the casting for Barbie and Ken. Like I said, I think the other characters could have been done a little bit better. I think there are some parts in the movie that are a little bit wonky. The CEOs, like I said, I kept forgetting about them, and their part in the movie was just could have been elaborated on a little bit more, as well as, you know, the divide between Barbie land and the real world. But overall, really great. I enjoyed it both times I saw it. I loved the iconic. Barbie references they put in the movie. I mean, if you are a hardcore Barbie fan like I am, you're going to notice a lot more than, you know, someone, you know, who isn't such a big fan would. But there's also a lot in the movie that many people will understand. And so that's, you know, it's just a, it's a perfect movie in that way where they, really really catered to fans but also catered to just you know the general public you know people who might not exactly be you know barbie fans so i mean just so so well done i think people are really loving this movie it's become like one of the most successful movies of the year, if not the most successful movie of the year. And it's also had just amazing box office numbers. I just read that it is the largest box office opening for any female director. So you go Greta Gerwig. This was such a great idea. I loved how it all came together and yeah, give it an a plus it's so special. I think this movie is going to be one of the iconic movies that people never forget about. They did such a great job and i'm I'm just so so excited to see you know the new dolls coming out. I'm excited to see you know if there's ever any kind of spin off. I'm sure Mattel is already thinking about other toys that they could bring to the movie theater, so that's really great for them, like I said, with this Barbie movie, every industry is profiting off of it, so I'm sure they're everyone involved is just loving their life right now. but yeah, so good. it has something in it for everyone. Barbie fans, non-Barbie fans, music fans, just nostalgia fans, just anything. Everyone will enjoy this movie, especially adults. I wouldn't say it's for kids at all, but I think most kids could follow along and understand. It's definitely not inappropriate, but this was for sure made for adults that are, you know, grew up with Barbie and Barbie and her peak. But I have to say, just because it's a Barbie movie, like literally anyone could enjoy this and that's really really great i I don't want to keep you guys too much longer because i've already been talking for so long but if you haven't (laughs) seen the barbie movie which if you haven't so sorry if i spoiled this for you but i definitely warned you uh go see it i'm sure i'll be seeing it another time or two and overall just a great experience we've been waiting so long for this my expectations were met completely and i absolutely loved it this wraps up our Barbie month all month. I've done Barbie themed episodes. Just a reminder, guys, I will be off for a little while. I have something hopefully special coming for you guys in September, uh, just to celebrate, you know, the anniversary of the podcast. I can't believe I've been doing this for a year. It's been so much fun. Thank you guys again for all of you that have followed me and, Listen to the episodes, giving me feedback on this. Thank you to all that have participated in the podcast. I could not do this without you. I am not totally sure when I'll be back. I have a lot going on at work right now, but uh, I'm definitely planning the next set of episodes, reaching out to guests. Booking, interviews, all that fun stuff So once, you know, I have a bunch ready to go Then I'm going to announce the next set of episodes So please stay tuned for that Because, I mean, I just I can't even believe how fun this podcast is I I love talking with all of you guys It's, it's, it's really fun for me So I'm definitely coming back with new episodes I just, I'm not totally sure when uh, But like I said, I'll be off for the month of August Hopefully have something special in September And then we'll see where it goes from there as always, please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears, Custom Dolls, or Iconic Dollcast. If you want to be on the show, reach out to me on Instagram or you can email IconicDollCast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you guys next time.